0: Yes, yes, yes. You already know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles. And welcome to another show. If you've been listening, shout out to the day ones. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. Welcome to the best 20 to 60 minutes of your week. Um. So last week, you know, I literally sat here and said, you know, trying to maybe sports uh, more so with someone else rather than me just speaking about it uh, on my own. But here's the thing. When my life is normal, there's not a lot of content. You know what I mean? It's not that there's not the same amount of content. So last week, this whole past week, nothing out of the ordinary really happened. Okay. Went to, um, you know, kind of a throwback day. I didn't think we had it in us, but uh, me and my girlfriend went to two birthday parties in one day. It was pretty impressive, I might add, since one was in Oakland and one was in San Francisco. Um, hadn't done something like that in years. Uh, also reminds us of how washed up we were because Sunday we were completely useless. But it it is always fun to um, hang out with different groups of people if you're able to do that. Uh, in theory, we, we didn't think that... We'd be able to pull it off, but um, th- there's nothing that a couple shots a bullet and a full belly uh, can stop you from doing once you feel like getting on a roll like that. Uh, and, and, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, both groups of friends you want to hang out with as much as possible. So uh, it was hard to say no when you knew everybody was um, going to be there. But I will say this, you know, uh, the second party I went to had a bunch of my uh, basketball buddies. Right. And, you know, I was a little confused because um, I, I don't really know. Can somebody help me? You know, you can hit me up on Instagram um, or Twitter at the underscore styles files. How do you ask, you know, like, how, how do you assume like when a bunch of, you know, people are getting together, like when they're going to be significant others there And when there's not, and the reason I say this is because, you know, um, I've been going to this same gym for, I mean, probably, I mean, at least three years, maybe probably more um, because I've been at my current job for three years and I was going to uh, this gym before then. So more than three years, Um, a lot of the guys have come in a little bit more recently, but some of them have been there for, you know, two and three years as well. So it's a situation where, you know, a guy threw a, a big party. And, you know, he had a really big venue like within his apartment. He's got a dope apartment in San Francisco. So just by that kind of swag, I assumed um, I assumed that significant others would be there. Right. And it's not a big deal. Right. It's not a big deal. But I know for a fact that these guys have girlfriends and these guys have even wives. Right. And I show up. With my girlfriend, there's, I don't know, twenty guys there. Maybe uh, the birthday, the birthday boy, his girlfriend was there. Obviously, one other guy brought his girlfriend, but that's because I think his girlfriend and the birthday boy's girlfriend are like just cool, right? Um, one other guy brought uh, a girl that he was talking to. I don't know if it was his girlfriend or not, and that was it. So it was like three girls and like twenty to twenty-five dudes. Which is fine, but it's almost like I, I I had it written in the group chat, right? Like, hey, can you guys, you know, next time, can you guys just kind of let me know what the swag is, right? And then I deleted it because I didn't really underst I didn't really know how to write it correctly. But it's one of those things where it's like all you have girlfriends and wives, where the hell are they? You know what I mean? Like, is it like a thing like, oh, we don't, you know, the basketball friends are the basketball friends. And uh, you know, and, and that's kind of the situation. Because don't get me wrong, if it was like, "Hey, we're going to watch the game somewhere," right, or or something more broy, then I would kind of assume, okay, this is probably just gonna be like a dude thing, right? But a birthday party, you know, uh, on a Saturday night, um, you know, at a really big venue. Why? Why is nobody else's significant other there? That—that's what I didn't know. So I, I'm still trying to figure out how to maneuver that. If anybody else has, you know, um, any ways to kind of help me through. So the next time, I'm just going to ask ahead of time. You know, in because the, the group chat has probably over 20 people in it. And next time there's a big event, I'm just gonna be like, hey, are you guys bringing? Your significant others, you know, you know, uh, I don't care. You know, it's like on um, Remember the Titans, like, I don't care. I just got to know. You know what I mean? I just I just got to know. Right. Because it's just it's one of those things where I don't know. It's just not awkward, but I don't know. If you're a guy, I think you know what I mean. Right. It's just better to know. Um, And and I and I guess it's my fault for assuming. But like I said, it wasn't like, hey, we're going, you know, we rented out something. We're going to watch the game. Right. It was like it's a birthday party. So um, so that was interesting. But either way, it was a great time. Uh, But I had to put that out there because I don't know if anybody else has ever been in that situation um, where you just don't kind of know. You you think you know what you're walking into, and then I I look around and it's just like it looks like I'm at I'm currently at the Y, like we're just about to start playing basketball, right, right then and there, because there's just a bunch of dudes. Um, But either way, it was a great time. So um, that was basically the crux of my weekend. Told myself I wasn't going to spend a lot of money. Uh, Fast forward to when that weekend happened. Thought about taking Bart, and then like I said, after the shots of bullet, ended up just calling an Uber there and back. So spent about 50 to $60 um, in rides this weekend. So, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. But as I was saying, like I talked about last week, you know, didn't really was try. – I'm thinking about different things when it comes to sports. But with that being said, like I said, literally what I just told you was the crux of – my weekend and and the most interesting thing that's happened to me since we spoke last time. And there's just so much going on in sports right now, um, and I'm not even going to be able to touch all of it. Uh, that this one is going to be fairly sports heavy. Just as an FYI, I'm going to talk about a little other, a couple other things when we get in, we're getting into a little bit of music and things like that. But for the most part, um, it's going to be focused on the MLB playoffs, uh, a little bit of the NBA. I'm going to to do some NBA predictions. And um yeah and that's that's basically it. So let's get right into it. All right. So I'm gonna start with the Yankees and Astros. This is not good for the Yankees. It's not good because the game that was supposed to be played and I um th- game 4 got postponed to a day later. So what does that mean? That means that Justin Verlander gets another day of rest. That means that he'll probably be able to pitch game five you know like I don't know why he wouldn't um depending on things how things shake out uh you you even if the Yankees win game four right uh you throw Verlander out there for game five which is also in New York and then you head home um instead of the you know you you head home possibly up three, two, and you still have Garrett Cole. Um, and if Garrett Cole doesn't win it, you still have another game at home. Uh, but this doesn't, isn't, you know, so I was really hoping, you know, cause, uh, my girlfriend and her parents are Yankees fans. I was really hoping that, uh, the, the game would be played today. Cause I knew that this would work against, uh, the Yankees in that way. And, you know, Aaron Boone is going to have some decisions to make because, You know, when you look at the lineup and you look at who's struggling, and and albeit it's against two of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, if not the two best pitchers in Major League Baseball, um, the Nationals, who we'll get into a a little bit later, might have something to say about that. But Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, and the Yankees just haven't really been able to do much. Uh, Basically, when you get these guys out there, you're really just guessing and you can tell the Yankees are guessing and just hoping to run into something especially in the band box that is Yankee Stadium and Didi which which was so funny because I think it was in the seventh inning there was two men on uh the Yankees at the time were still only down two Didi gets a ball and hits it to the warning track and against uh Garrett Cole he hit it to the warning track and what's funny is everyone's like he just missed it it's like literally he barely got any of that baseball and it almost went out that's crazy that is super crazy you know what i mean so that's kind of what the yankees always lean on when they uh you know i feel like they're almost better hitters when they're they're more sorry they're i guess controlled hitters when they're hitting away because they're not instead of hitting at home because they're not just trying to get something into the jet stream and hit something over their little league fence um but when you look at the lineup, you know, Edward Encarnacion has been uh, missing in action. You know, I don't know what what his deal is, right? And then uh, you look at a Gary Sanchez. And Gary Sanchez, I don't know about you, but Gary Sanchez strikes me as one of those people that just— ended up being really good at baseball but actually probably hates baseball right like he it doesn't it doesn't really look like he enjoys playing the game at any point in time he just woke up one day turns out he was really good and he can make a lot of money um so he's just going to keep playing but he actually would rather be doing anything other than playing baseball uh so those are two guys in your lineup that haven't been able to really do anything, right? Uh, DJ LeMayhew, and, and that's the thing. It's like against these teams. Like, the Astros are built. They steal bases. They can hit singles and then run into a double and things like that. The Yankees, they're, they've always been called the Bronx Bombers. And when you, like, see, besides, like, a Brett Gardner, when you see the Yankees get a single... It's almost like nobody even cares. You know, the fans don't care, I don't even think the Yankees care because they're like what are we supposed to do with this? Like like Enward Encarnacion hit a double yesterday and I don't think the Astros were worried about it at all because the Yank the whoever was coming up next wasn't just trying to hit a base hit. You know, they are not situational hitters. They haven't been for the longest time and they aren't now. So, I think the Yankees are in a bit of trouble here. And if you're Aaron Boone, you have to, you know, think about maybe switching some things up. I mean, there's a Cameron Mabin you can put in. Sure, you know, there's a Brett Gardner. John Carlos Stanton, I mean, it's like I always say, if people actually cared about baseball, some of these guys would be getting ripped because John Carlos Stanton cannot stay ha- healthy to save his life. You know, um, I don't know. He, he, this newest one is a quad injury. Um, I think the only hit he had was a home run, so I don't know when he injured his quad. On the jog, you know, uh, I, the guy, he doesn't look like a baseball player because he's freaking huge. He looks like a be- he should be playing tight end, and I don't think his body is actually, like, created to play baseball. It's just, like, moving too slow or something like that because there's no reason someone as big, athletic, and fit as you should be getting injured that much in baseball, right? Not football, not basketball, baseball. So he's basically useless. um you know what you're gonna get from Aaron judge, like I said, Aaron judge hits a single literally, no one could care less so and and he knows that right So these guys aren't going in there just trying to get on base right that's that's not um. That's not what they're trying to do. And meanwhile, while you look at the Astros, you know, you got Jose Altuve, the smallest guy in the league. He's the one hitting the home runs. Uh, Alex Bregman, and a lot of people, if you look at Alex Bregman, he he looks bigger because I think he might, I don't know, I can't remember if he hits after Altuve or not. Alex Bregman is not very big either. You know, I talk about the Verts and the Zontz. If you haven't heard my diatribe on that before, Verts are anybody above six foot, Zontz are anyone below six foot. The Astros are like the kings of the Zonts. You know what I mean? They got like these small dudes. They just remind me of a college team nowadays that just like are scrappy. They rely on their pitching and very timely hitting. um, And they just get the job done. And this is what they've been doing. You know, this is why they beat the Yankees a couple years back because the Yankees are just sitting there looking for the long ball and if they don't get it, they don't even know how to generate runs a different way. DJ LeMahieu is I don't know, he's hitting very well, but he's hitting a bunch of signal singles and he's a first baseman, that's not that's not going to do anything. You know, they're not sitting there trying to get a rally. They're trying to get guys on to then hit the bomb and get it's almost like softball, right? If anybody has ever played softball, um in a lot of leagues in softball, I'm talking about slow pitch, obviously, uh, you can only hit a certain amount of home runs. So what the teams will do is they'll uh, wait until bases get loaded, and then they'll tell their guy, okay, now you try to hit a home run. You don't waste the home runs on, you know, if nobody is on base because you only get three or something like that. That's that's basically how it is watching the Yankees. because You know, not that they don't have a limit, but basically when they get people on, they're not trying to just move the chains and move people around the bases. They're trying to drive everyone in at that one point in time. And right now, um, and it's funny that, you know, obviously, sorry, Glaber Torres, this guy is uh, a stud. You know, he, he did hit a home run in Game 3. But besides that... Um, and the fact that they did come out hot on uh, in Game 1. And here's the thing. That's why all isn't lost for the Yankees because Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander can only pitch so much. The problem is they, the Astros only need two more wins and Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander will pitch again each. That's the issue. So you got to figure out a way to beat them. Um, and like I said, if Didi gets three more percent of that baseball they go up three two um but again relying on the long ball is just tough man it's just tough when you're not currently hitting it or you're hitting or you get down a couple runs and then you're hitting solo shots because any pitching coach will tell you if we're up by four or whatever the case may be challenge him if he hits a solo home run fine you know um but because they don't have other people on base right so All isn't lost for the Yankees, but they do need to kind of figure it out because, uh, like I said, they're going to see Verlander again and they're going to see Garrett Cole again. Now, obviously, seeing a pitcher for the second time, um, you know, that should help the hitter a bit, but um, these these guys are nasty. These guys are nasty. I will say that. So, we'll see how all of that progresses. Next, with the series that is already over, and it's interesting because, I mean, the Cardinals won in, you know, such dramatic fashion, um, you know, beating the Braves to get to the NLCS, and I know, looking back on it, you know, you still get to celebrate, you know, you pop in bottles, so they would never, you know, they would never say, oh, I wish we didn't win but to just come out here and just get smacked, I mean, you got to wonder, man, You, I mean, you lost two at home. It was just one, two, three. It's usually one, two barbecue. It was basically one, two barbecue at each place, right? They lost two at home, lost two on the road, and that was it. So, you know, that was wild. But the thing is, if you, if you listen to the analysts that um, talk about, the teams and make their predictions and things like that they'll tell you that they'll tell you that outside of at the time they said I think it was the Dodgers the Astros and the Yankees if you couldn't pick one of those teams to win the whole thing who would you pick and they all said the Nationals simply because of pitching and it's it's clearly was the right choice now obviously they haven't won the World Series yet but um, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how it goes because they are hotter than a bullet out of a barrel right now. Um, and here's the thing. Now this is what we'll do. This is what the analysts will do. Now the Nationals just have to wait. This this Yankees-Astro series could go pretty darn long. So now what's the conversation going to be? Uh, let is this too much time for the Nationals? You know, it, is it going to throw off their timing? Will they be rusty? They do we do this in every sport basically besides NFL because NFL is um, you know, one and done in the playoffs. And even in the NFL, if someone has already wrapped up their division early and let's say they have two more games, uh the question is do you play the starters? Uh, And if you don't play them and you lose a playoff game or you come out slow in the playoff game, are they arrested from not playing? But if you do play them, someone gets injured, how could they chance it? So this is what everybody always does. And it will be no different with the Nationals because they're going to have a lot of time off. Like I said, this game, uh, game four for Yankees astros is postponed that's another day um then they get back at it uh this this series could go seven again so that means the, the nationals are just watching for a very long time um and like people always say you know the pitchers to to their point the pitchers are used to pitching um in a, in a certain in a certain timely fashion in a certain rotation so It could affect them a little bit, but if you're ever asking, especially in a a sport that has 162 games, if you're ever asking, um, are more days off better or worse, the answer should always be better, always be better. Um, Because conversely, you know, if they do go, if the Astros do go that long, Astros-Yankees, now you got Verlander and Cole that had to pitch again, whereas the um, two-headed monster from... The Nationals, Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg, they only had to pitch once in their series. So, um, yeah, anybody that tells you that even if the Nationals come out and lose game one, I'm still not going to sit here and say that them having that much time off um, was a bad thing. But we will have to wait and see. You know, if they get the Astros, that'll be a pitching duel for the ages. Uh, if they get the Yankees, it's basically what the Yankees are dealing with right now. And when you really even think about it, Yankees still got to get through the Astros. But for them to get through the Astros and then um, look at you, what, tell them what they win, Johnny. They win a series against the Nationals with Max Scherzer and Steven Strasberg. So um, either way, the Yankees got their work cut out for them. But this is why you know yankees went all in on hitting so you have to hit if you want to win you have to hit and that's basically what it's going to come down to for them and it sounds so um it sounds so simple you know it's very similar to basketball it's a make or miss league right you either get hit so you don't um even if you hit a line drive to 12 you know 12 times in a row um people can say wow you've been doing really well you know, you've been hitting the ball really well, but you have to get on base and you have to produce if you want to win um, at this stage in the game. So that will be really interesting. Um, another note about the Nationals: I'm sure if anybody has been on social media, you've seen the jokes about Bryce Harper, and these jokes are multi-layered, man. And I don't think there's anything wrong with them. Of course, the National fans, you, you know, uh, got a little pep in their step. They lost who they thought were was their franchise player right uh bryce turned them down uh to go to philadelphia philadelphia misses the playoffs um and then they clinch a spot in the world series when that time midnight so today the 16th is bryce harper's birthday i mean that's you cannot draw it up any better than that. I mean, look, some people are like, why don't they focus on themselves and not worry about Bryce? And it's like, okay, I get that. But you got to admit, that's kind of funny. Like, what are the chances? Now, if you were to ask Bryce, I don't think he really cares, okay? Um, I, I really don't think he does because he decided to leave. I think he's at peace with that. Bryce isn't a, isn't the type of guy I don't think um, that looks back I think he's enjoying his time in Philly. And, you know, he's got, what, like 13, 15 years there. So I'm sure their time will come. But, uh, yeah, them clinching basically on his birthday is pretty wild. And um, it's almost like something out of a movie. So, you know, shout out to the Nationals. It's one of those teams where, you know, D.C., you know, the Redskins are having a rough go or the Skins are having a rough go. Um the Capitals actually showed up, you know, a couple years back. So so uh, you know, they're doing their thing. The Wizards, I really just don't know right what to do what the Wizards are. Um so good for so good for the Nationals, you know, and now uh I saw a a kind of stat type deal that said that the Mariners are now the only team in major league baseball that has not reached the World Series. And that is friggin' sad. Because I have friends that are Mariners fans, and it's just like, wow. You know, a couple years ago, I feel like they were trying to make some moves when they had Cano and things like that. I mean, they had uh, Nelson Cruz. They had a little squad going, uh, King Felix and things like that. But they just have not been able to put it together. Um, And really, in a division – where it's just been all Astros, but they could have easily been the A's of that division and snuck into a couple playoffs and maybe did a little bit better than the A's in the playoffs, won a couple games here or there, but they just haven't been able to put it together, uh, and now I see that um, the Angels are closing in on a deal with Joe Madden, who is formula- formerly with the Cubs and before that with the Rays, uh, and brought a World Series to the Cubs. So the Angels are trying to make some moves. You know, they got w- the Angels have just been perennial underachievers. So the Mariners, uh, I don't think they're going to make the World Series uh, anytime soon. And if I am wrong, I will gladly tell you that I am wrong. But personally, I don't see it as of right now. Okay, now let's get into a little bit of music. Um, I had to let everybody know I'm a couple of weeks late on this. Like I said, I it actually, the album came out when I was in Tampa, and I was like hammered, laying on the couch, listening, um, and then got caught up on the plane and things like that. But my boy Marky e. Basie dropped an album, uh, Postmodern Depression. It's a really good album, man. My favorite song on it is called NASCAR. It's kind of like a... Um, a remake to uh, tracy chapman's nascar uh he's got a lot of good songs on there for different you know times of the day times of your life whether you're happy sad trying to turn up trying to cool off trying to chill out um so definitely check that out um you know he's one of my one of my uh one of my go-to guys also got some shows um coming up in the future not 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 too soon but i'm going to see Um, St. John, who I think I may have talked about. This guy calls himself the ghetto Lenny Kravitz, uh, and he literally kind of sounds like that. He actually had Lenny Kravitz on his album, and he's really good. So I'm going to see him. I'm basically doing a back-to-back day of two completely different artists because the day before, I will be seeing uh, a singer by the name of Snow Allegra, who, if you have spoken to me, you know I am obsessed with. Her album came out a little bit ago, which I'm pretty sure I talked about on this uh, on this show. And, you know, she, she's, and like I said before, you know, if you're in a lovey-dovey mood, you got to go check her out, but just be careful because, um, if you don't have a significant other by, uh, you know, when you enter, you might have one by the time you leave. Uh, so got those shows coming up as well, as well as cautious clay, which is in November. He's a guy who I told you kind of reminds me of Kid Cudi, but, um, you know, not, not completely like it but I've heard he's he puts on a really good show and can play a bunch of instruments so I'm excited to see all that that's coming down the pipeline but I do have a gripe man you know when I got the Snow Allegra tickets I don't know who we need to go to at this point but these bots are something else I've heard a couple different things that I don't know if people have um have heard this or not so I I was doing research because I was so upset because I'm sitting there waiting for 10 o'clock when the tickets go on sale and same with uh, my girlfriend, both sitting there, we end up not getting the tickets for, and they always say $25, right? End up paying like 70 each, which is fine. My question is just how? So I was doing some research, and originally I just figured uh, the bots, the bots got us again. You know, uh, they just buy them all up and then just immediately resell them on Subhub for X, you know, 3X, 2X, 3X, 4X, whatever they can get. Uh, When I was looking up stuff about what happened, some people were saying that what they do is, you know, people get these cards, right? Because they'll do these pre-sales, but it's like you have to have American Express. So if you have an American Express card, these people just buy, you know, a bunch of tickets, right? And then, and then by the time the tickets actually go on sale, quote unquote. There are so many of them are gone that if you're not, you know, it's just kind of luck of the draw. And that's why it says they're sold out so quickly. And I and it's funny because these it always tends to happen with these um, artists that are on the rise. Right. Like this isn't going to happen to you at a Drake concert, like on Ticketmaster. Right. Um A, because there's so many seats and B, just because like people know there's just too much money at stake. It's always these artists that are kind of on their way up that um, that this seems to happen to. And it's a little ridiculous. Um, I'm getting very upset. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know. Uh, what actually the deal is i don't can i get someone uh, does anybody know anyone that works at for like axs or like Ticketmaster or something can i like can i get a customer service rep on here to explain this to me because it's getting crazy at this point um basically is there's no point in waiting for when something says we're going we're going on sale at 10 right because it's it's either gonna be there in a couple hours or it's not. These things aren't actually selling out. This sold out in three minutes. You know what I mean? They're not actually selling out, they're already sold out. That's what it's the situation seems to be. So if anybody has any insight, if you go to a lot of shows and you you know a way of getting around the system, please help at the underscore styles file styles with an I. Please help me because um, you know, I can't keep over and then the worst is when they're like tickets are $25, like, it's just the tease, like, I wouldn't even mind if they said tickets are $70 from the jump, Um, then it's like, you know what, that's not that bad, but it's the fact that they put these ridiculous prices on there, and then you can never get them for what they actually are, so please, somebody, if you have any insight, let me know. Okay, back to some sports, Uh, NBA starts Next week. Can you believe that? The NBA starts next week. And no, I'm not going to get into the China stuff because honestly, I don't think I know um, enough to speak, uh, you know, speak eloquently about it. And I don't want to sound like an idiot on here. So I'm just going to stick to literally the NBA and my predictions for this season. Okay. so first of all, obviously, everybody knows I'm a Warriors fan. I, I don't know, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking a four four seed. Can I get a four seed, right? Uh, I think I think that that sounds pretty good for the Warriors. Um, and sounds realistic, right? I think they uh, they could, could kind of roll in there at the four seed. One seed. Um, I mean, Clippers is the easy answer, right? So I'll take the easy answer. I'll take the Clippers. I think that when you formulate a team like they just did, it's the, obviously they're not going to be as good as the Warriors were when they first got Kevin Durant. But it's that excitement that kind of just, you know, gets you going. The only reason I'm saying, it, you know, even though the Lakers still have that excitement, LeBron is still uh, in his mid-30s, right? So they're going to still have to manage that. So I think the Lakers will come in at a nice three seed, Um with either the Nuggets being the two seed or the Thunder, some, something like that between the Lakers, Thunder, and Nuggets for two, three, four. So that, that would make the Warriors now the five seed. Uh, so, something like that, right? Warriors are going to be four or five, I think. Um, when you look at the East, which I don't look at that much because the Warriors aren't in the East, um, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, Giannis will still be rolling, right? Um especially with the Raptors losing Kawhi, it's really between uh, off the top of my head the Sixers and the Bucks again. Uh the I think the Heat'll be better than people think. I think they could get a 5 or 4 or 5 seed, uh, maybe even a 3 seed. Um yeah, but besides that, it'll really be interesting to see what happens in the East because it's completely, completely wide open. And this is kind of, you know, I feel like we've been saying this for a couple years now with the Sixers, but they're going to have to, you know, put this thing together here uh, pretty soon. I saw Ben Simmons hit a three in a preseason game and people were freaking out. And I also joked with my basketball buddies that that's how they act when I hit a three because um, I'm not much of a shooter, but uh, I will get to the rim and use that left hand. Uh So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Sixers this year because there's no excuses anymore. There haven't been any, but there are really no excuses anymore. Um, So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I'm really excited to see what D'Angelo Russell is able to do on the Warriors. You know, a lot of people are sitting there saying, was it a – You know, is he a one-hit wonder? He's playing in Brooklyn. Low expectations for him, right? The team was obviously pretty good, but nobody expected anything out of D'Angelo once uh, he got shipped out of L.A. So he has people paying attention to him again uh, and really paying attention to him because he's on the Golden State Warriors. What's he able to do? Um You know especially once clay gets back everyone keeps talking about that defense is going to be atrocious they're all going to have to step up you know obviously sure you're losing kevin durant like the team is not going to be as good in that way right steph's going to have to step up on defense d'angelo's going to have to step up on defense um you know draymond is going to have to continue to be the captain out there and these younger guys are going to have to step up as well you know um The rookie Jordan Poole has been playing a good bit. Uh, We'll see what he's able to do. And then Kevon Looney, right? These guys are going to need to step up if the Warriors are going to slide into that upper echelon of the Western Conference. Um, Because right now I don't see them getting more than a four seed. I just don't, um, especially with Clay not getting back until after the All-Star break. So we'll see what happens there. Um, But yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it. Look, I'm hanging out with my niece this weekend. And it's funny because obviously I don't know if anybody um, it's it's October. It's Halloween. uh, And, you know, my sister hits me up and she says, you know, hey, your niece wants to hang out with you. I'm like, okay, cool. She's like she wants to go to Fright Fest. I'm like Fright Fest. What? Well, uh, and if you don't know what Fright Fest is, Fright Fest, they have them at multiple amusement parks, but basically it's when they set up a bunch of scary stuff within the amusement park and they're um, different haunted ha- haunted houses that each that are themed differently. And you go in each one and people scare you, right? Um, and then it's like a maze and you walk out and it's kind of scary and i'm i'm thinking okay well what do you mean she wants to go to friday fest like she just wants to go and go on the rides Like i'll go on the rides she's like no she wants to go on the rides and she wants to go in uh you know the haunted houses i'm like what is she like six or or seven like come on she can't go in to these haunted houses right so i had to but really in reality i don't want to go into the haunted houses (laughs) like to be completely honest with you um yeah, so I had to kind of finagle that situation, and be like, you know what? What about Scandia? And if people don't know what Scandia is, is basically one of these family fun centers that has miniature golf, go karts, batting cages, um, you know, bumper boats, uh, and an arcade. I'm like, what about Scandia? I feel like that's a situation, you know, it's like active. You know, we can all just kind of, you know, do something. My sister was like, I'm sure she'd like that too, but I know my niece. You know, halfway through miniature golf, she's gonna be like. I wanna go Fright Fest. And I'm gonna end up having to go. And on top of that, Fright Fest, I I I scanned that website yesterday looking for like the age limit to see what you have to pay. Because that thing is 40 bucks each, okay? Uh, because it would be three of us, me, uh, my niece, and my girlfriend. Was it 40 bucks each to walk into some haunted houses? Like, I'm not really trying to do all that. You know, I'm looking for like, oh, ages, I don't know seven and under or six and under even if it's at four you know three and under i'll be like she's just tall she's just tall for her age you know i mean everyone's in our family i didn't get the gene it skipped one you know so it skipped one but you know it went to her so you know she's really only three she she just advanced for her age okay um but i'll be sure to let everybody know how scania goes or if she convinces me to go to fright fest how that goes i'll let you know in the next episode uh thank you all for listening like i said i know this was not only just sports focused but very baseball focused but as you know that's really my passion when it gets down to it uh and I don't get to talk about baseball that much because it is such a long season especially with the Giants being out but there's so much going on and uh there you know even though one series wasn't very competitive this next one really will be so uh if you don't watch a lot of baseball, this is the time to kind of get into it. There's a lot of big names in this Astros-Yankees series, so you should definitely check it out. And look, I'm I'm the same way. I can sit down, I can watch a whole baseball game, but I completely understand. If you see it's a close game and it's in the 6th, 7th inning, Turn it on. You know what I mean. It still might take an hour to get through, but these t- these innings where you know it's really high intensity, it can kind of convince you that baseball, you know, isn't as boring as everybody says. So that's what that would be my recommendation going forward. Um, wh- especially while you wait uh, for. NFL, these off days when NFL isn't playing and, you know, NBA starts next week. But um, before NBA starts, things like that. And even when the World Series starts, definitely just check it out. And like I said, you don't got to watch the whole thing. But I think if you watch some of the later innings in a close game, you will kind of start to feel that intensity. Um, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you don't follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at the underscore styles, file styles with an I. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fall. I will say this. You know, I, I talk. I don't talk bad about the fall and the winter. I just like the summer more. But there is something kind of nostalgic about when the weather does get a little bit crisp, right? And you can walk in uh, to a bar somewhere and sports are playing and you need your jacket. And you take your jacket off and you get in the bar, but then you need it when you got to leave the bar. There's something nice about that, I will say. But that's all I'm giving the fall and the winter. Still love the summer. Um, but, yeah, man, everybody, enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.